Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. back everyone to another episode of pay attention please hollywood life's real housewives podcast i'm chris rogers and i'm eric tedisco and we are back with a little bit of news but the major things you and i need to discuss this week are the big big finales obviously this week was new jersey and uh, real Housewives of new jersey and vanderpump rules the one we've been waiting for for months i mean actually i think we've been waiting jersey's actually been the one that we've been waiting almost a year for um yeah. vanderpump you know that all um came to be in early march but either, both of them were exciting and we'll get to that um but i think you and i wanted to start with the New York City news, right? I mean, there's some big news that came out earlier this week. Yeah, some exciting news. We kind of, they kind of threw a, everything at us at once. I think it was maybe wow. Monday or so with, um, we had been hearing, you know, we got word that there was going to be some announcements coming and then they gave us the legacy update. They gave us the new trailer for season 14 with the new girls. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, a lot of information was thrown at once um, involving RHONY. Um, the news of Roni Legacy now being Girls Trip Season 5. We obviously knew that Roni Legacy in its entirety, based on what they were wanting to do with it, was kind of dead. Yeah. Um, so they basically said, you know, why don't we just make this Girls Trip 5? And I think it's a smart idea. I mean, you have Ramona, Luann, Sonia, Kelly, <clears throat> Dorinda, and Kristen Takeman. Yeah. So that's the lineup of the women. I think it's a good group, six women, um, mm-hmm. a little bit smaller number than I think the past girl trips have been. I think most of the girl trips have been seven people. Uh, yeah. um, but I mean, whatever, one less person, obviously. Yeah. The, and then the New York girls, I mean, they there's so much personality and chaos with them that I feel like it doesn't even matter. Like, that's yeah. such a good crop of people that they have. Kristen Takeman's a little bit of like the question mark one, like yeah, yeah. surprising, so. but I'm thinking they just like needed to fill a sixth spot. It sounds like the conversations with jill just went completely awry based on her not wanting to you know her not being settled with how much she was being paid or you know how little she was being paid so it sounds like that didn't go well with jill so she's not in the mix at all for the new show Mm -hmm. um you know i think this is probably a better alternative because aroni legacy would have been us seeing them for basically probably the same amount of episodes maybe like what 10 at most and yeah. then I just feel like it would have ended and like that would have been it. Whereas now that they shuffled them into girl ship, we get to see them go on a trip. They're going to St. Bart's. So flashbacks to season five with the pirate and everything. So there's nostalgia there. There's humor there. There's going to be funny moments and flashbacks. And um, I just feel like this helps them incorporate all the Roni people into girl ship from here on out. I mean, obviously we've seen uh, Luann and Ramona were on season one. Dorinda obviously hosted season two. But I feel like this is probably a better alternative of almost just combining two ideas into one. So now we can see them all in season five and potentially even see them come back again for future seasons of Girls Trip. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the beauty in Girls Trip is that 
so many of our favorite housewives who have left or are still on the show can come in and out in different variations. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I, I do think it was a smart um, pivot from what they wanted to do. They obviously, like you said, wanted to do a full-blown spinoff of just legacy characters doing mm-hmm. Real Housewives in New York City, but it would have felt like the same show. And uh, Andy said something during the week, I think on his radio show, he was asked like why it turned into this thing. And he said it kind of just organically went that way. We know that um, obviously um, negotiations stalled when Jill Zarin reportedly asked for a lot more money or something or the same amount of money as the girls who've been on the show for 12, 13 years. Um, and Bravo or Peacock wasn't budging. So that kind of went at a standstill. But Andy said during his negotiation with Luann, Luann actually said like, why can't we just get together and go on a trip together or something like that? So I think in the back of his mind, he always thought that that might be a fun idea. And I think it's great that they're going to St. Bart's. They're going back Mm. to exact same house that they went to in season five with when Aviva Drescher was in the cast, I think. was (laughs) hysterical. Yeah, was Heather in the cast then? Heather Thompson? Yeah, that was Heather. This was after Bethany left. This was after, like, pretty much everyone kind of got fired. Remember, like, yeah. Jill got fired, Kelly got fired. I think this is where this is where Aviva told Ramona and Sonia, you're white trash, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, need, I need to rewatch that whole thing, like, yeah. as soon as we hang up on this, because that is just iconic. And putting them back in a place, obviously, it's not the same exact crop of women, but I just think it's hysterical. I mean, that those were the golden years of Roni, just, like, literally laugh out loud like it was a freaking sitcom how hysterical they all were and they are still hysterical um but yeah i mean it's the formula for girls trip and we've talked about this i think it's working for bravo slash peacock I mean, i think that they're happy we didn't love season three but i think that was just more about the people that they picked and when they picked them based on filming time and they were just off their previous shows but i think season they've been happy with what's going on season four is obviously coming up first and that's all x housewise which i think is the formula that's working so I'm liking what they're doing. Now, the question is, do you think, and we've talked about this a little briefly online, that that formula now of bringing an entire group of women from one franchise into a girl's trip, will we see this again? Will we see a group of six Atlanta women? Will we see a group of six OC women? Is this going to continue or are they just sticking with New York right now because New York was kind of the franchise that blew up almost? Right. Um, I think it depends. I think it depends how how well it does. Um, Obviously they're doing ex-wives again because I think ex-wives was the most popular season of Girls Trip thus far. Um, Mm -hmm. This one does really well. I could see them doing it again. If I had to pick which cast I feel like it would work the most seamlessly with, it would be Atlanta right now. Cause I know you and I, there's a Mm -hmm. good chunk of women who are not currently on Atlanta who fans are dying to see again. And that's that's Phaedra, that's Kim Zolciak, especially with what's going on in her life. It's, I mean, Eva's even great on Girls Trip. Um, Cynthia, she's not back full time. I know we're going to see her in Atlanta a little bit, but mm-hmm. she could do a Girls Trip. Um, she's already done season one. She could do it again. Yeah. Um, Nini, maybe if I don't know, like that's such a, a controversial. Maybe not after you yeah. see the network, but right. I don't know <laughs> if that would ever ever happen, but I know. Portia, you know, there's they have a they have a full lineup of Atlanta women. I mean, we just gave the cast, and there's not a big bad blood situation going on there. I mean, I think if Between you don't have candy, yeah. candy and Phaedra, you just don't have them on together. And I think besides that, like you can do a full I lineup would, of I would uh, have, girls trip with Atlanta. So that would, would be love, interesting. I would love to see a Jersey uh legacy. Girls trip. 
like Teresa, Melissa, Jacqueline, Kathy, Caroline, Dina, like Danielle Staub, bring them all together. Like, I just think that would be wild. I don't think any of them, half of them would do it, but that's my wish. Yeah, I know. It would be super, super fun. Um, So we had that announcement, season 14 of, you know, the all new girls, which there's so much buzz about because there's definitely a lot of negativity, I feel like, about people like not being super excited. I thought it was a good trailer. I mean, I thought we, they showcased their lives and drama and intrigue. I mean, I don't know what people really want. I mean, it's, it is like, no offense to people, but like, it is what it is. Like, this is what Bravo decided. This is what we're getting. I think people are going to watch because I think there's curiosity. I think that there's yeah. a lot of love for the New York franchise just as a whole, even though, you know, we're not seeing Ramona and Sonia and Luann on the show that we once, you know, knew and loved as it was, but you know, I think it's gonna be interesting. I've tried to be pretty optimistic about this. I know you said like you don't love change and I think you probably speak for more of the fandom because I think a lot of people are gonna have a hard time adjusting to it. But, um, you know, I'm I, the, the trailer didn't make me less excited. It made me more excited. So I think that speaks for itself, you know? Yeah, like, like you said, someone like me who doesn't like change, who is still wishing we could have kept the old cast and shifted it around a bit, added maybe a few new ladies and- ditch mm-hmm. stuff that were on the cast um i think we're getting the best of both worlds at the end of the day we're getting the girls trip with the mm-hmm. ogs that we love there's also crappy lake spinoff coming with luann and sonia right. we're gonna get these women in other variations so i think mm-hmm. that lessens the blow um but as far as the trailer specifically i did think it was good um i think bryn stood out. i think she's gonna be the villain this season me too. she was she was a standout for me too that's so yeah. funny because we didn't even connect on that yeah no, like that's know. she um, was my standout i think she's gonna be good tv i think she kind of has a little bit of a like tamra flair mm-hmm. uh, and i also like jenna but i it's she was in the mix a lot it's very clear that the entire cast is sort of targeting jenna she's the most popular going into the show <laughs> She's the A-lister of that group of women, for sure. Yeah, and of course, we know that sort of um, causes tension, you know, whenever there's one person who's... It's kind of like in Dubai, where Caroline Stanberry was the notable figure going into the show. She was on uh, Ladies of London. Yeah. Um, And so, you know, of course, you're going to go for the top dog. I know Teresa likes to say that a lot on Jersey. Like, oh, of course, I me. Ramona said it, you know. And it is what it is. I think the show looks fun. Um, I'm excited to see a new crop of women. They look like they are really wealthy, um, mm-hmm. which is part we of- We want that. Yeah, we want that. I mean, that's why we watch Housewives. We want to go inside the houses of the rich and famous, you know? And yeah. and I, I don't know, I'm I'm excited. Um, I'm going to give it a chance. And, and, but yeah, I was pleasantly surprised by the trailer. Yeah, and obviously, you know, more to come on this but we have been in communication and we should hopefully be getting some of the new girls on the podcast to chat with which would be super exciting because they're not known to the bravo world so i know you and i will be looking forward to hopefully being able to chat with a couple of them and learning about their lives both on the podcast and watching the show so more to come on that yeah um other stuff that happened this week obviously jersey was a big one um we got the wow we finally got the season finale the one we've been waiting for it was filmed Back in like late July, early August, whenever it was yeah, right August wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, and we knew that Teresa and Melissa got into a huge season finale fight. And, you know, as more details trickled out after they filmed, we found out it was because there was a rumor about Melissa cheating on Joe. And um, 
there i mean obviously there was talk that it stemmed from something Teresa spread obviously as we watch the season play out we see that the information supposedly comes from margaret's former friend laura but Teresa and jennifer were the ones that learned it told danielle right danielle did their bidding and shared the information on camera mm-hmm. it was a big blow up at the end um yeah there's a lot Topic down here. Let's start with Danielle giving the information to Melissa. Okay. And the moment when she tells Jennifer, I'm going to tell her, yeah. Jennifer Aiden has a smile on her face, I people, know. and go back and watch it. She's smiling. You could see yeah. her teeth. Oh, I saw. They're, lo- they're lovely white. She's smiling when Danielle mm-hmm. says that. This was, a, I believe, a setup. You know, you and I are do, do this podcast. We are supposed to give our opinions. I'm going to give my opinion what I watched. And I love the show and I enjoy each person and each character quote-unquote on the show for what they bring i believe this was a setup i believe Teresa was involved i believe lily was involved i believe jennifer aiden was involved and i believe danielle was dragged into the involvement Mm -hmm. i believe that danielle was looking to make a scene at a finale before her first season is up now let me just say i don't fully blame her because every freaking housewife has done this they they tell someone something to cause a fight to make a moment and then they're you know the culprit so she did that she knew what she was doing. Jennifer and Teresa knew exactly what was going to go down. I was so surprised how Melissa really, I thought, I think someone like tweeted or said something about this, how she played like an Uno card or something. Like she delivered it right back to Danielle and she was like, oh, you think that you're trying to blindside me right now and you guys have this plan? I've known about this the whole time. I thought that was good. And I, as far as I know, I, I feel like that scene and that moment was like kept under wraps going into the finale from like the press and from social media and stuff that like this whole phone call and stuff that happened. Um, I'm assuming Bravo, like kind of asked them to keep things a little bit hush hush about that. That's what the gag order, remember the gag order that at least Joe got a few months ago, or at least they said they got the gag order. I'm wondering if it's that to hide that. Oh my God moment. You know, I'm fine with, because I think you, you, we discussed this before. There's so much that gets leaked in the press and there's preview clips and everything. Like I like to watch, the house eyes and be surprised like i remember when yes. we found out that Teresa told danielle like yeah pull her hair pull her hair like that was like a oh my god moment yeah you know like lisa barlow's hot mic moment like that was like an oh my god moment so i crave those moments and i feel like we did yeah. get that where melissa kind of pulled the roll rug from under danielle as she danielle was trying to make this whole explosion happen so you know allegedly Teresa and louie or more so louie had called joe gorga before filming for season 13 began this current mm-hmm. season and had said come over we're hearing this rumor about melissa that started from laura is the one that you know spread it around we don't know if it's true or that she made it up you know the thing is everyone's debating if it's true or not and none of us we're never gonna know yeah and it's like, if it is true, that sucks because Melissa, she and her husband, but if it's not true, then this really sucks because Margaret is getting slaughtered for allegedly saying something that maybe she did not say. Right. And Melissa is taking the ball for it. So it's really like, we can't even base a decision on this. And that's what's a little bit been frustrating about this season. It's like, we do not know and probably will never know if this is true yeah, or not. Never because allegedly the only people that are going to know is Melissa, the guy she made out with and the guy that saw her, allegedly. Uh-huh. So there's no truth, right? Even Laura was hold this so she doesn't even know it's true either so like zip it laura because yeah, she's spreading all this stuff she wasn't even there right so it's like we've gotten this far and mm-hmm. you know i mean i just can't like jennifer aiden is like i don't want to hurt melissa 
but like you said it physically on camera and like you're a seasoned housewife enough to know that when it's on camera, it is out there. Bravo's going to include the footage. You're going to be asked that in the interviews. It's going to come up in the press. We're going to talk about it like in podcasts and stuff. It's just the whole thing I believe was a setup. And I thought it was so interesting how there was almost people were fighting about different things where Danielle and Jennifer, I believe were looking to hurt Margaret more than Melissa. Yes. I believe that they were like, why yes. is that Margaret taking the fall? Why is that Margaret taking the fall? Yes. I believe Teresa and Louie's goal was to make Joe Gorga believe something that may or may not have happened based on doing that phone call. And it's no coincidence that that phone call happened going into the season that this rumor that becomes the main storyline. That's not a coincidence in my opinion. They happen to call Joe and say that, oh, there's this rumor that Melissa cheated on you. Of course, Joe Gorga is like, I don't think it's true, goes back and gives the information to Melissa. But then it just so happens that that rumor is the storyline of the whole season. And Melissa just happens to, the plan was for her to be blindsided about it and everything to come out in the finale episode. That's not a coincidence, not in my opinion, at least. Yeah, I did the timeline. Sorry, I had to go on a rant about that. No, it's fine. <laughs> I did the timeline in my head when we were watching because Melissa said six months and I'm like, okay, so we're at, we're, what was Teresa's wedding? The end of August. August, August yeah. You got August, July, June, May, April. February. Did the reunion air at the end of March or did it film at the end of March? Do you remember? Yeah, because the Lely jersey has been starting in February. Well, I believe that, so I believe from what I've heard from them saying that they knew that this rumor was starting to spread. They filmed the season 12 reunion. Oh, they knew it. The last, the last reunion, yes, because that's around the time that Margaret apparently like texted a bunch of people on a group chat and was like, don't believe anything Laura says. So this was concocted as the going into season 13 storyline, I believe. So again, yes, Louie and Teresa calling Joe Gorga, Calling him over off camera, then Jennifer Aiden knowing about it, bringing it up on camera to Danielle, the mm -hmm. conversations about it leading into Ireland, then get to the finale where I'm going to bring it up. Oh, you're going to bring it up? You I can't know. bring yeah. it up. Boom, explosion. Because who doesn't want a big explosion at the finale episode, especially when you're looking to cast your freaking season two check, aka Danielle. And again, I don't blame her because a lot of women have been guilty of doing that. But I almost think... Danielle but it's not a coincidence. None of it's a coincidence. No, no, no. I think Danielle was also manipulated a little bit because she had such, mm -hmm. I mean, she's new, she's new to the game. Yep. She doesn't really know how it fully works. Um, Jennifer has had this vendetta against Margaret. Yes. Since the bill of fair thing came out mm -hmm. um, as much as they want to say they're on better terms and, and, you know, she's forgiven her. It's just all for show. And she, yes, she was going after Margaret. Um, I don't know who's to, blame for all of it you know because obviously if margaret did hear this or something or told her friend i don't know but the, at the end of the day i mean i'm i'm kind of on melissa's side where she was like listen like let's not like put the focus on margaret like this is jennifer yep. and Teresa. it's very obvious like yep i kind of love that she just called them losers like and then this was the most Melissa Gorg has been activated in a long time. And I'm sorry, it's I it's like I've been saying this, you know, I said this about Robin, like for Potomac, like people like, fire this person, fire this person. To me, this was Melissa Gorga's best season. Even if you are a team Teresa and hater, you can't deny that Melissa got in the mix. She stood her ground. She made it clear like where she stood on every issue. She didn't back down from these girls. Like I thought Melissa Gorga was activated this season. I do have to ask you, because there was another um reveal, Joe. Gorga in his confessional mm -hmm. said that after mm -hmm. his conversation with Louie and Teresa, Gina, mm -hmm. Teresa's daughter, called his niece, called him 
and mm-hmm. said, I heard what's going on. Like, I think you should leave Melissa. We, you know, me and mommy and, and everyone think you can do better. This is claims. We don't know if it's true. What we have heard, though, is that Andy calls Gia during the reunion, which starts airing next week. Um, and she denies this. She says that she did call him, but it was about going to the wedding because the, him and Melissa, I think. Actually, no, this was back then. I think they felt like they were never going to go to the wedding. Yes. I but think, I think but, that that was because Joe and Melissa, again, if this was true and Louie and Teresa did make this phone call, Joe and Melissa went through all of season 13, knowing that Teresa behind the scenes in their view was trying to sabotage yeah, they were already were not invited into the wedding, I think, at that point. So I think it was like Gia was calling to try to make peace. She denies that she, apparently, we'll see in the reunion, that she denies that she ever said that to Joe. But for me, I don't know. It's like, who just makes that up? Like, I don't know. I, I know. It's hard because it's like, Teresa's hardcore fans are going to say, Joe's lying, he made it up. Yeah. But Melissa fans are going to say Gia's lying. So it's like, it's it's unfortunate. We'll it's, it's, a, it's a Laura Margaret thing again. We're, how yeah. are we going to know? That's what gets a little bit frustrating on house size. It's like, you don't know. And that's what's going on a lot with Jersey. It's like the p- pizza oven gate or whatever the hell it's called. Like, yeah. they have one side of the story. They have another. But I thought the whole reunion was just explosive. And you know, I said this before. People were just fighting about different things that I feel like Melissa, what Melissa was upset about. Because she even... I watched the episode twice just to, like make sure I got all the pieces, you know, before we talked about this. But like Melissa even kind of grabs Margaret and says like, Melissa was not really mad at Danielle because she was like, she's the one that said it, but they're the ones that met with Laura and spread it. Yes. So I think what, what happened was Melissa right then and there, or even leading up to that party knew like if Jennifer, this information comes from Jennifer and Danielle, it started with Teresa because Teresa and Lou were the ones that confronted Joe about it off yeah. camera to try to make it a thing and be like, just so you know, we're hearing that your wife is cheating on you. Like, but we're here for you. You know, however they presented it, obviously it didn't come off as like, a, it, at least in Joe Gorga and Melissa Gorga's eyes, it probably didn't come off as like, we don't think this is true, but like, we just want to make sure you know about it. I guess that's how they were trying to spill, spin it. Whereas it, for Joe and Melissa it probably came off as like, your wife's cheating on you. Pack your bags, get the kids out of there. Like, this is what we've been saying for years now, you know? So Melissa and Joe obviously clearly knew this information throughout filming. And I think as soon as Danielle presented it to Melissa after finally filming, Melissa threw it right back at her because she knew like, as soon as this happened, Teresa was almost exposed. And I don't think it's also a coincidence that Teresa was not engaged. You know, Meredith Mark says, I'm engaging, I'm not engaging. Teresa was so not involved in anything. She was tiptoeing away. She was at the kitchen. She was going downstairs. Teresa's never went to back down from a fight. I mean, this is a woman that threw a plate of, food at Margaret Joseph's last year. So I thought it was interesting that she was avoiding what was going on. Very, very much avoiding. And let's not forget that earlier in the season when Jennifer had Danielle over to her house and Teresa FaceTime called that. That was so staged. And staged. Yeah, but remember when Jennifer's like, oh, I was just telling her how we talked to Margaret's friend was reaching out to us, but I didn't tell her the information or something. And Teresa has a huge smile on her face. So it's like it just seems like it was a plot it was a plot i mean totally and and i don't know it's just i don't know it's just crazy and yeah old louis behavior in the finale was just wild Bo Didal. we're gonna get we gotta get bodito on the podcast <laughs> bizarre talking about bodito so now what recently andy said i believe just this you know day or yesterday that 
Louis claimed in the finale, as we saw, I believe, on two occasions, he hired Bodito to investigate the women. He says that. Cut to, obviously, right after Watch What Happens Live's airs, him and Teresa walk back to the comments. Yeah. And he said that, obviously, in between the filming of the show to Watch What Happens Live a few nights ago, obviously, they filmed the reunion. He basically said that that's a different story in the reunion. So now Louis saying different things on each circumstances of events. So it's just not adding up. And it's honestly a bad look either way, because either you hired a private investigator to investigate the whole cast, which isn't a good look, because they even asked Dolores about it. And God knows she's loyal to Teresa, like Kingdom Come, but she still was a little weird about it. Yeah. I mean, I would feel weird if I was in a group of people, especially on a television show, and this new person in the mix, who's now just got married to the quote-unquote star of the show, is investigating everyone. But then if it's not true, why would he just make that up? You just pulled the name Bodito out of nowhere, and even if you are friends with him, why would you just say that? And then why are you saying something at the reunion, but somebody I else that watched wonder, that live, lies all over, all over. I almost wonder because um, after the Watch Happens Live episode where Louis denied that he even did that, um, mm-hmm. Bo Deedle actually tweeted. tweeted. Did you see that? <laughs> yes, Bo was getting in the mix. Or yes, he was dragged he into the mix. Tweeted. Oh my God, yes. He's he's doing interviews. Um, let me see. He's saying that what Louis said on Watch It Happens Live is the truth, that Bo Dito was never hired. Yes, he said, I'm glad the truth finally came out. Bo Dito and Associates is a professional investigation firm that has been in business for over 38 years. We were never hired by Louis Ruelas to conduct investigations on any of the real houses of New Jersey. Now, I almost, when I read that, I almost wondered, is that just like saving face? Did he like unofficially help Louis or whatever? Because what's interesting is in Watch, on Watch What Happens Live, Teresa and maybe in turn Louis's lawyer is sitting in the audience right next to yes. Louis. Yeah, he's um, worked for them for a year. He was back with them with the Joe Judo stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I almost wonder if maybe they were like, oh, you shouldn't have said that on camera. Like this guy could sue you. Like maybe. You yeah. Is exposed him for like researching people illegally. Like, I don't know how legal it is to like do background checks on people. I don't know anything about that. But I do wonder mm-hmm. if maybe there's a connection there with the lawyer being there. But I also know that, I mean, I'm not going to get into it, but there's like reports that Louis is supposedly being investigated for a business. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm just wondering true. if maybe like the lawyer was there to be like, hey, Andy, these things are off topic. I'm going to sit here just in case things go off the rails and like stop the conversation. Mm-hmm. So well, I don't know. But yeah, Louis didn't look good in the finale. And no, um, this was his worst season since he's been on the show. I feel like he had. But I think the corner with people, and I feel like the he that's the stereo or not the stereotype, the perception of like Louis Sketchy, he's with Teresa for the fame, the money. I feel like he validated that a little bit as we got to the end of the season between the phone call that he was caught on this episode. I just I don't think it was a great look for him as the season season winded down. And you know, we'll see at the reunion how he performs. I think we're seeing his true colors, and I honestly I don't I don't see it go. I see like bad stuff ahead for her i don't know i just see it's just not gonna be yeah and i think he is more than happy with her not having a relationship with her brother you know i don't think that's a coincidence either Mm -hmm. i think he's all on board that that um, relationship being severed but um great best episode of jersey in probably a couple years yeah i thought it was it was explosive and um you know the wedding special will be I don't, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for the reunion. yet. The running special will be yeah, fine. I, I, just, I think it's it's going to be, it's just going to be like a celebration, which it'll be fun to see all the other Bravo, you know, people, yeah. the other housewives, you know, Kenya and everyone. But um, the reunion is what we're all waiting for. We haven't gotten the trailer yet. So no. we're excited for that. Yeah. 
Um, yep. And then we got another huge, huge finale this week, Vanderpump Rules. I know. You would think we only have one big finale to talk about. There's two this um, week. We this got... will be a week no one ever forgets. <laughs> yeah. Um, last night, Where do we start? Vanderpump Rules was an extended episode. It was like an hour and 15 minutes. Um, mm-hmm. I loved it. I mean, I honestly felt like it was like the most raw, like real episode of Vanderpump Housewives like that we've gotten in years. Like I honestly Absolutely. think it was just so good. Like it started with um, obviously the timeline of events, like Ariana and Tom revealed like when she found out about the fair, how like a lot of stuff was out in the news, but just to hear them say it themselves was mm-hmm. interesting to watch. And then, you know, they're back at the house and it's that scene right away where Tom comes in, he asks Ariana if she wants anything and she says for you to die. And then, yeah, and then it just took off from there. <laughs> yeah, they sat down, obviously had a heart to heart, and he tried explaining himself. She wasn't having anything, any of it. Um, he tried, you know, excusing his behavior by saying their relationship was crap, and and Raquel made him feel something he hasn't felt in a while. And he turned forty, felt like his life was over, and he was like miserable. Yeah, yeah. The rest of his life would be just boring with Ariana and nothing exciting, and whatever but um he did not come across well in the episode i mean i was watching twitter no. people were just like this is absurd like he is just trash like mm-hmm. he's just trying to blame her for all of it and he cr- even the times where he cried throughout the episode i mean people were accusing him of acting he had a scene at least at vanderpumps where he basically hyperventilated when he realized he might never speak to ariana ever again I slightly felt for him in that small moment. I don't think that was acting. I just think it was like recognizing that that his bad decisions. Yeah. I think so too. I think reality hit him in that moment. And I think he Mm -hmm. was like, oh my God, what did I do? And I actually, whether he was lying or not, I actually appreciated seeing that side from him, which is the opposite of kind of what we got from Raquel in this episode. I mean, she was only really in one scene. She was in two because James called her and reamed her out for the whole affair, but that was short. And then her only scene with Tom was the one that was in her apartment. And it was the one that was reported a few weeks ago where like right after the affair broke, um, I think page six reported that they kissed. They kissed, which we did not see. Just and like to Tom, clarify, they did not physically kiss. And that well, the reports that Tom wanted to refilm it because he felt like it would come across bad. I don't know if they did. To me, that felt. I don't think. So. I don't think that they refilmed it. I think Bravo was like, "Oh, if you come it. off bad, we're going to keep this and show everyone." <laughs> no, I don't think they refilmed it because of the embarrassing moments in it, like the one where Raquel's asking, "Like, how does your fit to your family?" He called her Ariana. First, he called her Ariana. Yeah. And he's like, she's like, wow, you just called me Ariana. And then she's like, how does your family feel about all this? And he, he's like, I don't know. And he goes, they love you. And I'll be yeah, honest, to me, it sounded like he said, I love you. And I was like, sure. Yeah. And she goes, I love you too. And then he was like, uh, I said, they love you. But yeah, I love you too. It was yeah, multiple cringeworthy moments. So multiple cringe. in that conversation. And then it's boom, black screen. Raquel um, turned off her phone went off the now i'm curious if that was a disruption and not a good situation for over was bravo piss i mean because she didn't she basically like did not film any of this aftermath now i'm sure people would want wanted to see a raquel and ariana conversation i don't even know if that would have happened i don't think ariana would have wanted to i and again this comes into the future of vanderpump which i think you and i'll talk about more as we get through the reunion and stuff but like i feel like 
it's much easier to ice Raquel out, mm -hmm. which is like, so even with this episode, like obviously we would have, drama wise, we would like to see her film with more people and have to come face to face, even though that's going to happen at the reunion. I don't even know if any of those people would have been willing to film with her. You know, I mean, Ariana, I don't think Ariana would have even talk, wanted to, see, to talk to her with yeah, that, you know, scandal episode. Film with them. And she said um, that she, she won't. She did a New York yeah. Times interview and they asked her, um, would you ever film with Tom and Ariana? Or Raquel? <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> you did it too. I did it. Yeah. And she said she would never. And that the entire friend group wouldn't either. So she's like, good luck mm -hmm. with them trying to like film because obviously you can't have people on a show who no one wants to film. Nah. Anymore. It's not organic. We're watching a show about a group of friends. If this, these, yeah. I can see the show continuing with Tom. Me too. Feeling that Raquel is gone after this season. I really do. I Me know she, she has no in anymore, especially if they're reportedly not together anymore. I mean, yeah, Tom has the business thing. He has the Schwartz thing i mean he was with ariana like you, you never know if they still would have more conversations like he has a history of friendship with sheena i just think it, it was a bomb that went off and i think raquel is gone i i, I don't see it you know yeah. that happening but i mean i do want to highlight one um two scenes that i thought were really um a lot of takeaways from one was the um ariana and schwartz scene where she basically said i cannot have mutual people with him anymore and you were schwartz is always going to be with Sandoval, yeah. not only just choosing him loyalty, but they are intertwined business partners, best friends. All right, I was basically like, I'm done with you. Again, yeah. not a good omen for the future of the show. Yeah. Even though, you know, this is real people's lives. This is her life. So I do respect that. And I thought the Sheena and um, Schwer, uh, Sandoval conversation was very powerful. I thought that that was, they have so many friends, they have so many years of friendship and what mm -hmm. Sheena was saying about how she started off the show and she really was the odd person out. I mean, Stassi, it was the Stassi click against you know, Sheena and the two Schwartz, the two Toms were, you know, her friends from the beginning yeah. until, you know, now. And I just thought it was a really powerful moment how she stood her ground and she defended Ariana. And, you know, Sheena was questionable about at points this season based on how she was pushing the Raquel and Schwartz thing. But I thought that scene to end the episode was a really, really powerful moment. I thought so too. And especially because Tom finally confirmed the Miami girl hookup actually happened. Shocking nobody. Like, no, I, I wasn't we all new, but it was nice to finally get confirmation from him that yes, yep. I and Ariana right out of his mouth. And Ariana can correct me if I'm wrong, Ariana confirmed that I'm watching Heaven's Live as well. And she yeah. basically said she protected him. Yeah, she lied for his. Yeah, she didn't want people to think yeah. she was dating a loser. So hashtag Kristen, hashtag Kristen was right. Yes. Um, and there was maybe less, I, I actually watched, obviously you and I get screeners, so we see it before the episode airs, you know, live on television, but I was watching with friends last night and they were just a bit surprised that Kristen was in it less than people were maybe anticipating. Yeah, I think the what did you th Did you think that there was less Kristen? I, I mean, I guess how, there was only so much you could do with her, I guess. And she yeah. didn't have a contract, like. She doesn't have a contract and yeah, it, yes. I think it was the best way they could do it. Um, yeah, I wanted more, but I understand why they didn't. I think there, you know, there's a report going around. I think the executive producer actually said that there maybe are conversations with Kristen and even Jax to return next season. I could see that happening. They still have the closest connection to Sandoval. Not that they're friends with him, but like they have so they're, much. They're a part of the group still in a way. Yeah, they're all organically still friends. So we'll see what happens there. Um, but the other yeah. reveal in that scene is that Tom said he also cheated on Ariana with someone else, but he wouldn't say who it was. 
Right. Uh, parentheses, Billy Lee, question mark, because that's obviously where most people's minds have gone. Most to. people thought it was Billy Lee because Lala brought up something during the episode about the rumor back in the day a couple of years ago about that. And maybe it's her. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ariana said, I she think. She did kind of shut that down. Shut that down on one of her interviews in the past two days. It that was on Watch Weapons Live. It's not someone from the group or not someone from the show universe. So it's yeah. one I think that yeah. we know, but um, yeah. we'll see if it gets revealed at the reunion, um, which I'm excited about. And we'll obviously talk more about that next week. Can't um, wait. We, Atlanta's on too. And that's been, that's been <laughs> by the way, guys. And yeah, also we have Marlo as a guest, Abby have Marlo as a guest this episode. And she has been, she's been on before. She ran again. She's great. I love her. Now you feel the same. She's so fun to have on the podcast. All the Atlanta girls are so fun to have on. You know, it wasn't the most exciting Atlanta episode, but it was still fun. You know, we got the aftermath of the fight at um, Sonia's husband's party with, you know, Martel versus Kenya. And then obviously tw- then we get to the end of the episode where Kenya and Sheree, you know, discuss Martel. And, you know, I, I, I can't judge that situation yet because, you know, I don't know if we have a Louie in our hands because I feel like I'm not seeing enough of of Martel, you know, like the season just yeah. got started, but I think this is a great start to the season so far. Yeah. Nice to see um, Drew on the show, finally, because she wasn't in the first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, speaking of what you said, Marlo, we talked to Marlo. She's going to, we're going to put her chat right after, right after this, so stick around. Um, but she finally gets into the action this Sunday's episode. So she talked to us a little bit about that and why she gets yep. into a heated, you know, argument sort of with Drew that everyone saw in the preview. Um, she talks about the upcoming cast trips. Uh, she shares her feelings on Candy's marriage struggles with Todd, um, Sheree's relationship with Martel, like you were talking about. Um, mm. You know, her nephews she, talks about her nephews. It's you know, nephew. yeah, Marlo, Marlo kind of you kind of touched on everything with her. Which, yeah. Um, She's um, always fun, like you said, to talk to, and and I really was pleasantly surprised by what she told us, and she was a great conversation. Um, and yeah. I am loving Atlanta, so uh, good start, good start to the season, especially now that we're about to lose Vanderpump and Jersey at simultaneously. You know, um, yeah. Atlanta, OC, and then uh, New York. So busy summer on Bravo. Yeah. <laughs> No, I guess not as busy as this week, but it'll be busy. No, but even, yeah. I mean, the next few weeks are going to be fun. You know, the reunions and Teresa's mm-hmm. wedding and Atlanta's just firing up. And uh, yeah, and we're going to break it all down. We're going to, you know, go through all the Vanderpump. And I know once those two seasons start to wrap up, you know, I'll we'll discuss what we think the future is with Jersey and Vanderpump. Because I think those are two shows that kind of have questionable futures. I think Jersey and Vanderpump right now, they both, are kind of at a cusp of like what comes next and who is involved. So I'm excited to see what happens next. Yep. So everyone stick around for our chat with Marlo and we'll talk next week. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today.
Hey guys. Hi. 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 Podcast, Marlo. How are you? Hi. I'm so good. How are you? Great. I'm on cocktail. No, I'm just <laughs> We're enjoying um, season 15 of Real Housewives of Atlanta, your second season as a full-time housewife. But, you know, you have been kind of in the background this season. What's going on? Oh my God. So I've changed my life. I'm not in any drummer. <laughs> no drama for me. I'm just drama free until okay. season, until episode three. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. We yeah. I mean, like three's a crowd, right? I should butt in there in the third episode, right? Yeah. 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 Um, did, was there any reason you sort of toned back a little bit this season or was it just how it naturally played out? Absolutely. Uh, when I first came around, uh, if you guys don't know, I'm working with a life coach, uh, Miss Sharon, this season. And it's just like, you know, the new Marlo, you know, working with Michael and William, you know, making sure we're strong and coming with the girls and just not so much negativity because you guys know I can bring the drama. Yeah. And it feels good just to come in and just be in the back. But I'm getting all the tea. I'm listening. I can yeah. tell you all the tea that's going on. Oh, so it feels awesome. good just to be out the way. Yeah, we saw that in the premiere. I mean, when all the drama, you're you're sitting there listening, you know. The ears were perks. Yeah. They were perks. Okay, like, hello. Yeah. Um, so Marla, I don't know if you know this, but Andy Cohen just released a new book and he did talk about you in the book and he basically kind of criticized how you went about this most recent season. Did you know this? I heard about it. What did he say exactly? Remind, refresh my memory. He said, oh, I'll read you the quote. He said, quote, she's walking around on the show with an AK-47 and randomly firing at people. So I guess he felt like you were just kind of going after people for no reason. What would your response be to that? You know what? It's not for no reason. It's kind of different when you're not there, when you're just watching a clip of it. Mm -hmm. So um, once you really see everything play out, once you hear my side of the story, I think you'll feel different. But I do feel one thing with Andy I do love. He always tells me, like, Marlo, hey, it's a way to deliver the message. You'll just have to come out. <laughs> right. So it's like, I'm like, Andy, hey, I'm from St. Petersburg, Florida. You know, this is what we do. We just tell you what we're thinking. I don't sugarcoat shit. You guys know that. What I do give you, it's a reality show. I give you my reality. It's not your reality. It's my reality. Yeah. Now, if you say, hey, I just want you to deliver the message a little clearer, a little softer. That's different. But I just give you what I know. I wasn't raised by a mom and dad that went to an amazing school and taught me how to be like, oh, my God. And, you know, this is what you do. I wasn't taught gentle parenting. I'm just being taught that now. Yeah. I mean, Obviously, you did something right. You were first chair at last season's reunion. Mm -hmm. So you right. <laughs> um, we also saw a little bit in the first uh, couple episodes, you with your nephews, you know, you're like you said, we're going to see more of your at home life this season uh, with a life coach. How are your nephews doing? My nephews are amazing. They just left New York yesterday. We celebrated Mother's Day here. It was freaking oh. amazing. Yeah. Uh, the boys are great. I can't even, I can't complain to be the ages they are. Michael's going to be 16 next month. So yeah. we're celebrating his 16th birthday. I'm super excited. And uh, they're great. I can't complain because when you yeah. read stories and see headlines about 14 year olds and 15 years old, 15 year olds, I'm just excited where Michael and William is today. Yeah. yeah. Such an, uh, an amazing job. And just, it's so like inspiring to see you take care of your sister's kids, you know, um, 
through what they're going through with her. That's got to be so tough. Are they enjoying being on camera? You know what? I won't say that they're enjoying being on camera, but I do think they like a little bit of it. But I'm really nervous and cautious on giving them too much camera time because this day and age where we're in the social with social media, I know people can be so awful. Kids can be very judgmental as well. So I just let them do bare minimum. And I'm like, hey, if you don't feel comfortable, let auntie know and you don't have to be here. This is my job. This is what I do. But I feel that with them sharing their story and other kids their age, seeing what they're going through, there's other children that can relate and that can have hope. Yeah, absolutely. People are watching your guys' story play out and it could be relating to people's own lives. Absolutely. Yeah. We see in the preview for next week, as you referenced before, that you get into the mix with Drew. Um, it seems like you're talking about your nephew that did um, sadly pass away. From what you can tell us in the next episode, what sparks that moment with you and Drew? Uh, what sparks that? I can give you what sparks that. And that's about it. Um, mm -hmm. Candy, as you know, you saw all over the news, she had a shooting at one of her restaurants, Blaze. Candy did not want to acknowledge that. And that bothered me because her nephew was shot. Was shot. And my nephew that you've never met, Quentin, was shot. So I'm just going to give you that. I want you to watch and see how it plays out and tell me if you can relate. It'll be interesting to see whose side you take in that. So it was just, just to let you know, her nephew was shot at Blaze. My nephew was shot that used to work at Old Lady Gang. So it was just a trigger for me. Okay. It was a trigger and I can't wait for you to see how that plays out. Um, and speaking of that, I was just going to ask, what did you think about one of your producers asking Candy to address that on camera in the last episode with the fourth wall being so, broken? I was so excited that he did step in because most producers would not step in when it's Candy Burrs because she has 11 million followers because they are afraid of her followers. And I love that he's passionate about his job yeah. and that he came in and said, hey, you're going to take accountability. You're going to tell what happens in your real life because you have no issue in stepping up saying, hey, I got this and I got nominated for this and my daughter got this and my son got this. Tell us about what's on the news. Mm -hmm. You had a shooting. Yep. Your nephew was shot at one of your restaurants. Share that with us. Be relatable. Yeah. If we can go back to Drew a little bit, um, what was your gut reaction when you heard about her and Ralph split? When I heard about that, I was shocked. I yeah. really was shocked because that was right underneath my nose and I didn't even see it. So now when I'm watching the episodes like a fan, I'm like, damn it. You're if so I only would have paid attention a little more, if I only would have listened a little harder to the episode, mm -hmm. we all see it. You see it when they're like, hey, when we come to the studio, it brings us together. It's like, wait, you guys were not together? Yeah. When she came in the house from the trip, I didn't see a emotional hug and like baby patting on the butt or the rear. So um, you just have to really in life with even friends, pay attention more, talk more instead of texting all the time. Listen, listen. Yeah. And there's the, you know, obviously she went to visit her dad, you know, who's going through an illness, you know, and Ralph didn't go with her, you know, it's going to the party without her. Yeah. So it He's is at the party saying, oh, my wife had an emergency or a personal issue. If your wife had that, you should have that. You're one, I hope. Right. Yeah, that was weird. Right there, was, it was right yeah. underneath our nose and we didn't even see it. And yeah. I guess at the end of shooting, it was like, I can't do this anymore, screw you. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Um, you're close to Sheree. We see her bring a new guy into the group and there's drama right off the bat between him and Kenya. What are your thoughts on her relationship with Martel? Do you think he's genuine? I don't even know if he's genuine, but I'm sure he's fine as hell. I'm sure he's pleasing her in the bedroom. And I feel that's all Sheree's worried about right now. I don't think she's trying that's to get married. They look good yeah. together. She's having fun. Let's be happy for her, okay? It's not like we're 18-year-olds just looking for a love story. We're looking for some happiness, some feel good. You know what it is. <laughs> Did you think Kenya was out of line in that altercation uh, that happened? She's always out of line, don't you think? <laughs> you think that too, right? Yeah, she's always out of line. She's always jealous. She's always a sourpuss, unfortunately. What did you think of the whole DM drama? No receipts. Bitch, where are your receipts? <laughs> Bitch, where are the receipts? Show yeah. me the receipts. You think she added to them? She probably she probably was excited that he reached. I mean, Martel is fine. Come on, let's be honest. Yeah. It's like, does he have a lot of kids? Is he loose with sharing his wood? Absolutely. But you wouldn't want him. Why wouldn't you want him for a good time? <laughs> yeah. Um, you and Candy obviously were at odds last season. Will we is that where you're still standing today? Will we see more of that? Or is there hope for you guys to come together? You know what? Candy and I were at odds. Where we're at this season is I'm meeting her where she is. I've realized Candy can only give what she can give. And I'm realizing to just accept that. Okay. That's what we're at. I'm accepting what Candy can give, what she's capable of giving. It's not an Emmy or a Grammy to me, but I'm accepting what she can give me. Mm -hmm. And what did you think so of, of her marriage? You know, obviously she's, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say marriage struggles, but her and Todd are kind of, you know, hitting a rough patch right now. What was your thoughts on that? I'm not married. I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to leave that to Mama Joyce to give her advice on marriage. And Mama Joyce will give her opinion on that. She would definitely give her honest opinion on marriage. <laughs> she always does, especially with Todd. Especially with Todd. <laughs> yeah. There's been some off-camera drama, Marla, with some of your former castmates with relationships. The news broke with Kim Z getting a divorce. What is your reaction to that with Croy? Because that was sho shocked to a lot of fans, I think. Listen, that was shocking to me. They look so good together. Uh, money is one of the biggest issues in relationships. Yes. So the only thing mm -hmm. I say uh, with anyone, you need a good financial advisor. You need a lot of prayer. You need a lot mm -hmm. of prayer. And I feel bad for him, but I mean, it's just money is one of the biggest issues of divorce. You guys know that. So just yeah. it's important. Whoever's trying to get married, going through issues, get a CPA, you get a lot of Jesus, God, whatever you believe in, get a lot of that because you're going to need that. Have you been in contact with her at all recently? I have not. But anytime I see Kim, it's always great. It's always amazing. I like her pictures. We're not the closest, but I just, I hate divorce on anyone, especially when kids are involved. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of her? She's popping up and doing a scene with Sheree. I think some of the OGs are getting together. Oh, what look, the OGs are amazing together. That's good. I mean, we have a new day and era, season 15 of Royal Housewives of Atlanta, but they are amazing. But I mean- Come on over here and play with this. <laughs> um, if there's anyone that you could bring back to the show who's not on it currently, who would that be and why? Who would that be and why? To be honest with you, I love all the day ones. It's mm -hmm. not one I don't like. They yeah. they paved the way for us. Like I said, it's just Real Housewives of Atlanta 15. It's just a new era. Yeah. It's new. It's fresh. 
it's different. But I mean, come on, I can't hate on not one of the originals, not one. Yeah, speaking yeah, of, we, I was just going to ask, what's your opinion on Courtney Rhodes? Courtney came, came in high. ready for whatever, right? Right. He fooled us. When I saw her, I'm like, oh, she's going to be soft and sweet. Yeah. She came in like, Candy, I don't care how many followers you have. I don't care. I like Courtney. I love that she has a mind of her own. She's very opinionated and it is what it is. I love that. Mm-hmm. She didn't pick sides like she has from been- being on someone's side. Yeah. Do you feel like she has potential to fit in with the group and stick around for a while? I think she does. I think she'll be strong enough to hang around. I mean, she just need to keep staying in the gym, doing her push-ups, getting the weights up. She'll be fine. <laughs> and how do you feel like Mignetta's fitting in? Who? Oh. <laughs> that was intentional, I presume, right? No. No, I really don't know who this Mignetta oh, is. Oh, Mignetta. Candy's friend. No. I have never heard of her. I haven't, seriously. I think that's some shade. More to come on that, I presume. I haven't. I don't know Manetta. I don't. <laughs> um, what can you tease about the cast trips? We heard you guys went on some pretty wild, amazing trips this season. <laughs> we all, I can't even talk. I may say too much. <laughs> we all, a lot of trips with a lot of accidents. <laughs> all right. A lot of accidents. God was working. <laughs> Oh God! I don't know. That doesn't sound good or bad. What's to say? God doesn't like ugly. Just know that. (laughs) Oh God! What was it like? Because I believe the cameras picked up when Drew and Ralph announced their divorce. What was that like for you guys? Have to go back into filming quickly when the cameras were off for a couple months. Listen, when Ralph and Drew's uh, divorce was announced, that shocked Mm -hmm. each and every one of us. I'm sure. We heard about it season one. We knew they had issues. Me personally, season one, I would have ran. I would have goddamn ran as fast as senior ran, okay, to get the gold medal. I would have ran out of that relationship. So I was shocked that she stayed there. So I didn't know it was that bad. So like I said, I don't want to speak anything bad on anyone's divorce because I've never been married and I just wish they would have had a happy union, especially for the children. But um. Didn't work out. And they were racing to the courthouse. That was bad. Yeah. Um, Drew won, though, right? Drew won the race to the courthouse, right? I think so. I think so. It was hey, a real she race. Didn't, she didn't win the race against me, but she won it against Ralph. And I guess that's the race that counts. <laughs> that's the race that counts. <laughs> yeah. Um, Marlo, have you and Nini been in contact recently? We have. We literally just text Happy Mother's Day to each other. How's she doing? Good. I mean, from our text, we're good. Um, I told her we're past you and we have to connect. I love Nini. You guys know that's my sister from another mother. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I love her. We'd love to see you two back together if if possible at all. You oh, yeah. That, no, we're not in a bad place. She's just been busy traveling around the oh, world. Oh, yeah. No, I just mean like on camera. We would love to see you guys together. So oh, you missed that the name. I would love that as well. So hopefully that happens. Let's just manifest it. Yeah. <laughs> that out in the universe well with that marla we will say thank you so much for stopping by we are loving the new season and we can't wait to chat again soon absolutely love you guys thank you bye. bye thanks for coming on